and welcome back. Thank you for joining us. This is Caitlin and Marlene with Woke Girls Podcast. And today we're going to talk about setting boundaries with all the connections and all the people that we meet along the way on our journey of life. And how important that is. How incredibly important it is and how we learned the hard way (laughs) right yes (laughs) so um you know we have lots of different uh stories to share on our relationships friendships and even i guess family ships you should call them with you know family members as well and all of the things that we've learned along the way as far as you know how to set boundaries with people how important it is to love your and say no to do what's best for you and what's good for your health of your mind, body, and soul. So that's kind of where we're going today with all of this. Yeah, and I'm actually excited to speak about this topic because it's been such a huge lesson for me learning how to set boundaries. Yes. So yeah, I think it's very important, especially in relationships, because you tend to take in a lot of things that maybe you shouldn't be putting up with because of those lack of boundaries that you have in those type of relationships. So yeah, I'm actually really excited to be talking about this topic. Yeah, it's a huge lesson that I've learned in my life. And I swear once I learned this, I feel like so many other things just fell into place. And it's not even just me, I feel like. I actually was speaking to my mom about this today, about setting boundaries with people because me personally, I'm a cancer. (laughs) So I'm a giver, I'm a caretaker, I'm the mother figure, and I've always wanted to help people. I'm the helper and I want to please people. And so sometimes I would allow people to walk on me, um, you know, and I wasn't even aware that I was doing it. And then I was essentially getting used in so many ways. And I just would sit and look back and think, well, I don't understand why this is happening. And it was really because I wasn't creating boundaries in every which way with my relationships and my friendships and everything. So once I learned how to set boundaries that's when I really things started to change for me because I was standing up for myself and what I wanted and that is like the biggest form of self-love yes and I know at least when I started setting boundaries I also noticed just how my relationship started to change in a good way yeah um even like you know looking back into past relationships and friendships too how the lack of not having boundaries kind of led to how toxic relationships kind of went because of that, you know? And once I really started learning about like self-love and really understanding about myself more and how I need to feel worthy of certain things and just, I think it's more about just understanding that knowing what you accept in relationships and what you don't accept is just very important to make that clear. Yeah. Because people will just walk all over you if you don't. And and I've experienced that with, you know, past relationships where I would just see certain things and just because I didn't, you know, made it clear and I would just kind of let it go where it just continued. Of course. It continued and it continued till... Because somebody is 
assumed that you were okay with that. Right. Now I understand why it's so important to do that. And every relationship that I have in my life now, I've set like very clear boundaries. And because of that, a lot of my relationships have changed. A lot of my relationships have fallen away. But I mean, I'm okay with that. Because if they don't respect what I, you know, what I believe in and what I set for myself, then there's no need for them to even be in my life. And I think that's like a form of self-confidence as well. Like people don't understand how important self-love and self-confidence is and how you can attract or deter people. So, you know, in the past where I would just be the yes man, where I would constantly just say, yes, I can do that or yes, I'll be right there or no problem, I'll do that for you. People start to lose respect for you when you always say yes because they feel like they can have access to you whenever they want or choose and they don't respect or they don't appreciate your presence when you're there. And so when you set that boundary and you let people know that they can't have access to you in so many ways, people start to respect you more and they appreciate you more when you are there. And that's even one experience that I've had recently where I had a long-term friend where we parted ways and it was over something very minuscule and essentially, you know, we did end up meeting up and talking about I think it's been almost a year now and you know she mentioned to me that she really appreciated my friendship and almost kind of like you don't know what you have until it's gone but I definitely took my part in it because I know I was that yes man I was always there whenever she called I would run around and do really anything she needed me to do at any point because that's who I am as a friend I go above and beyond and sometimes almost to the fact where I'm putting myself out. I'm bending over backwards and hurting my own self for someone else because that's just where my heart is. But that actually ruined the friendship because I didn't stick up for myself. I didn't say, hey, I don't feel appreciated in this relationship. I don't feel like, you know, you respect me as a friend and I don't feel like you care enough. And then of course, when it was too late, I just kind of let everything fall apart because I thought to myself, well, it's not worth it. This person doesn't care. But really, I didn't take the time to let this person know that yeah, how I was feeling and or understanding, set a boundary. Yeah, understanding your part in it, you know, like just Correct. like you said. So understanding that it's not so much the other person, it's the fact that you allowed certain behaviors to Absolutely. continue. So you can't just be blaming the other person. You have to take responsibilities for your own actions. And well, I think a teach, lot of people yeah. lack that. They don't see contribute to to that action right and by you allowing it and it's the reason like right. it was a part of the reason why it was happening yes you well know? you teach people how to treat you and that's yeah. literally the most truest statement I've ever heard because you do I mean what you tell people about who you are and what you're willing to accept they're going to take that at face value and I know I've made the same mistake in my past relationship even with my very long drawn out relationship and a few relationships that I've had where when I love someone a friend family or whatnot romantically I want to give to that person all of me however if that person person isn't giving all of themselves I shouldn't give all of me because it's not being reciprocated and so when that person feels like they have access or that I'm always going to be there and I know this is part of 
the issues that I've had in this past relationships that I've had with men where they just will, they think, you know, Caitlin will always be there. You know, she's always just going to be around. I mean, she was so good to me. She bends over backwards. And even if we didn't speak for, you know, weeks or days or, you know, months, they would still know that they could call me in dire straight and say, hey, I need your help. And I would be there in an instant. And that is a good quality. Absolutely. And I know that that means that I have a great heart. However, on the flip side, then I'm teaching people that they can have access to me whenever they want and they will take advantage. This is something very common that people do, you know? Yeah, and it wasn't until my last, um, I think maybe one of my relationships, that's where I really learned why it's so important to set those boundaries. Because just like you, I was always there. I was always the person that they will go to every time they needed help. But when I needed something, you know, they weren't they weren't there for me. And I think too, because I allowed certain actions and certain behaviors to continue, part of the reason why my relationship was the way that it was and how toxic it was for me. Yeah. And it was until I understood what self-love is and how the energy that I put out is what I'm going to get back. So it's like, how can I love somebody else as much if I don't love myself first? And by loving myself is how, why the reason why it's so important to set those boundaries, because you're not going to accept those behaviors, you know? So, I mean, that's just lesson learned that I've learned throughout the process of my past relationships and friendships that I had to, you know, set those boundaries with. But I mean, at this point in my life, I don't, I, I make it very clear at the beginning this is what I want this is what I accept and if you're not okay with it then you can't be in my life you know absolutely and we only have so much time on this planet you know I think one thing that I've made a mistake it was a good mistake and of course I've learned from it but one mistake that I've made is mistaking amazing connections with people for like allowing these things to occur you know what I'm saying so for example For me, I don't connect super strongly with a lot of men. It's very hard for me to get close. So if I find a man that I'm like, oh my God, you're like the one, it's very rare. It's like one out of a million that this happens to me. And so when I see that strong connection, I don't want to let it go because I feel like I'll never have it again. And so therefore I work so hard to keep that connection because I feel like no one's ever going to compare. I'm never going to find this. And so I would accept certain things to occur because I felt like it was worth trying to fix. It was worth working on. Yes for that person because that person meant so much to me or they were so special. And this has happened with friendships as well. Uh, And so for me, I've learned now that the most important relationship and connection in my life is with myself over literally anyone else. Like I think this is the first time in my life where I've actually been okay with not having friends or a relationship. Not to say that I don't have connections with people because I do, but I've always had like a best friend that I would spend all of my time with or a relationship where I would always be around that person and always be able to count on that person to be there. And now I count on myself and it is literally the most freeing thing because I am my own best friend and I Mm -hmm. am my own relationship. And so now, like you said, you let people know from the very beginning. Now that I have such a good relationship with myself, I feel like I don't really need anyone else. And so I feel the same way. Like right, right now that I 
been through this journey of relationships and learning through them at this point in my life it's all about like what makes me happy you know right. i'm not trying to find validation outside of me anymore it's within me first right and knowing myself and it's you know it's it's a lonely road but uh, honestly i think i've been very grateful for all the lessons i've learned and i know right now it's more about going within and finding that happiness inside of me yeah and then and i know because obviously i you know about that i'm really into the like the law of attraction and i know like the energy that i put out i'm gonna get back and in order for me to even love anybody else i have to love myself first and that's just been a process for me to learn you know and that's through my my past relationships and my friendships that I've had to like let go because to a certain extent I knew that they weren't good for me and but this you know this journey that I've been on it's been a long one <laughs> it's been a long road but I'm, I'm very grateful for everything I've been through because it's really taught me a lot and just finding myself again because I really lost myself in a lot of my past relationships me too. because I would just allow so much and everything that I felt I would always just keep it inside because I just felt like that's how it is you know that's what I grew up knowing relationships were when it wasn't until I actually started doing a lot of the healing work that I understood I understood that that's not okay right it's not okay and once I understood that that's when I really started standing up for myself and saying, you know what, this is not okay. I'm not going to allow that in my life anymore. Absolutely. For me, I, you know, it's really funny because I still find that I am on my journey to figure out where my issue stems from. I had a great childhood. I grew up, I mean, my parents were divorced and some people say, oh, well, there it is. But, you know, I didn't know what they were like together because they divorced when I was so young. So I didn't really know the difference You know, it wasn't like I felt like I had a broken home. I ended up, you know, gaining a stepmom when I was about three years old. So I grew up with her my whole life also. And I felt like I had two moms. So I was like doubly blessed. And she loved me so much, you know, because she couldn't have her own kids. So I never really felt that like, well, there's my issue. Do you know what I'm saying? I think it's just um, along the way, your self-worth getting kind of knocked down over time. And, you know, most likely when I was younger at some point, and that is something I want to dive deeper into and really getting to to the point of where is it that I feel the need to, you know, give so much to people when they're not giving the same to me uh, or accept less than I deserve, etc. You know, however, I did learn a lot over this past quarantine uh, when I took a deep dive into the whole Joe Dispenza stuff and talking about how our subconscious mind and the things that we've learned along the way have kind of taught us a pattern. And so I believe that I'm following this pattern. And uh, so that's something for me that I'm working on is breaking that pattern. Mm -hmm. So I've got the self-love thing down. I've got the boundaries thing down. But now I'm working on, okay, how do I attract this next amazing relationship that I am completely just equal with this person? They want the same thing I want. And I'm treated exactly how I deserve. And I get exactly what I want. I want to manifest that. So that's something that, you know, I'm still working on. And And, you know, I don't think any which one of us is perfect by any means. So I want everyone to know that's listening that, you know, we're both still on our journeys. But, you know, hopefully we can help share some of the past things that we've gone through that maybe can help. And like, and for me, when I was 
going through all these relationships and I would look back and try to understand why like why was I attracting these type of men into right. my life and that's the big question <laughs> yeah and it wasn't until I, I started looking back more into my childhood and and what I grew up knowing and believing a relationship was and now knowing more about the subconscious mind and how what you see what you go through from the ages of when you were born till seven your subconscious mind is wide open yes. so you are absorbing everything that's around you and I'm not saying that I grew up in in a home where my parents were toxic but just the traditional you know Mexican family that don't show very much affection and that's what I knew and and yeah. and just seeing the relationship you know my my mom and my dad and how they got along and for me that's what I thought a relationship was and I think that's the reason why I put up with so much in my past relationship because I thought that was okay right you know but once I understood why I was attracting these men is because I had that subconscious belief that it was okay and that's when I started going back and saying no like this is something that I need to change and changing my beliefs and doing a lot of the healing work it's what's allowed me to really stand in my truth and start really um trying to figure out like what is it within me that I need to work on in order for me to attract that man that I want to be with you know Absolutely. That, that's gonna be what I've been always looking for and but it's been a process you know it's been a process and it's something that it's never ending because the subconscious mind is just so powerful it's how, very strong yeah like once you understand <laughs> the programming is strong knowing that it honestly like creates like 95 percent of your reality is created through your subconscious Correct. mind so knowing a lot of those you know doing the shadow work it's something that it's very important and, and i know maybe a lot of the, our listeners don't know what shadow work is but it's something that I want to go deep into because it is very important, you know, when it comes to healing a lot of those traumas and limited beliefs in order for you to attract what you want. Right. And for me, it's always like I've always said, I'm like, I have everything I've always wanted. But for some reason, my relationships have always, you know, not been where I want them to be. Right. And and it wasn't until, like I said, with my ending of my last relationship that I really kind of took charge. And I'm like, OK, enough is enough. And I'm like. Like, I had to face a lot of fears in order for me to even stand in the truth that, you know, that I've been standing on the last couple of years, because for me to even take that step was a lot. Right. You and know? you were forced in, in such a good way. I think I even said last time it was like the best outcome for you, but it was the most painful, like ripping of the bandaid type of situation. Like you wouldn't have wanted it. Like the universe brought it to your doorstep and was like, you're going to face this. Yeah. And, and once you know, why people come into your lives into your life you are more appreciative of of that because then that's I do believe that everybody in your life is a mirror of you so it's something that if somebody if you're attracting somebody into your life it's because there's something in that person that that you need to heal within yourself absolutely me understanding that that's how I started looking back into my relationships and instead and, and that's why I started 
pinpointing. I'm like, okay, that person was in my life because it needed to teach me this. Right. And this person was in my life because it needed to teach me this. And once I started looking at my relationships that way, it changed my perspective in so many things. Well, I think it's really hard to look at it that way when you're in it. So yes. let's be clear with people because <laughs> yes. I know it takes time. It for takes sure. time because there's been times where I was knee deep in the relationship and the sadness and the drama and people would say, well, one day you're going to look back and I'd be like, shut up. Like, you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know me in my relationship. You don't know the person that I'm with and our love and, you know, whatever. And then of course, you know, five years down the line, you look back and you're like, okay, now I'm no longer attached to the outcome. Now I can look at it from, you know, a bird's eye view and say, okay, I see it for what it was and I see the lessons. And that is extremely difficult to pull yourself to that point. I know for me with like one of my second serious relationships that I had with someone, which was a whole nother hard journey and lesson for me to learn. I didn't want to see it for what it was. I didn't want to see why I attracted it in my life. I wanted to see it for the way I saw it instead of the reality of the situation. And when it happened, I couldn't have stopped it at all. I mean, it was like a roller coaster, you know, just a freight train of feelings and emotions. And this person and I were attracted to each other like magnets. So I really did try to stop it from happening, but I I couldn't stop it. And I'm happy that we went through it. And I'm so thankful for the love that I shared with this person. This person taught me so much about how to love myself even more than I thought that I could have from my first relationship. So, but when I was in it, I looked at it like, why is this happening to me? Why am I going through this again? You know, of course, just looking at everything negatively and like, I don't deserve this. Why is this happening to me? You know, just a victim mentality. So now, even though I still have some of those pain and emotions in me, I still look back now and I think this was a great lesson and I am thankful for it. And this person taught me that I actually can love again because when I was in my first relationship, which was on and off 16 years, I really thought that I was never going to find another connection like I had ever found with this person. I really truly thought that. I mean, I had tried to move on and it never worked and I would keep going back. But when I met this person, it was like he completely blew the first guy out of the water and it was like he erased him from my my memory or my, you know, my love bank or whatever you want to call it where I was like, I don't even care about that guy anymore. I'm so engulfed with you. Like I could spend the rest of my life with you. Like you're the one and then to find out that he wasn't the one was extra crushing but now that I look back I think okay what good that came out of this and what good came out of it was that he did teach me how to love again and he did teach me even more of what I am really looking for in a man yeah and I I would have never known that had I not met him and so now unfortunately for all the guys that come after him the bar is so friggin high <laughs> like I it's so high but in a great way and also with all of this time that I've spent loving myself and being alone I have realized you know if some 
someone does come into my life, they need to add to what I've already built. I don't feel like I need anyone to replace a feeling that I already currently have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like if anyone does come into my life, they need to equally add. And that is such a great feeling because I do feel whole. And so a lot of people even recently are like, well, are you going to start dating? Like, are you interested in like anyone? And I'm just kind of like, no, like, is that a horrible thing? (laughs) Like, Well, I mean, I went through a similar experience. Honestly believe that my last two relationships have taught me the most. Yeah. And, And my first, the first out of the two, I I felt that relationship really taught me how to love myself and how to really stand up in my truth because I went through so much in that relationship that even when it ended I was just like you I just understanding of like why this is happening you know I was going through a very dark time but once I got out of that I understood why I needed to go through that and it wasn't until my last relationship that really taught me how to love again you know and, and understood that there is somebody that's going to be able to make me feel that feeling that I want but obviously I still had to set my boundaries to make them understand that I, I'm not just going to accept anything, you know? And like you said, my bar now is very high. And, and me even being single for the last couple years, it's taught me a lot about just loving myself. And now like you just, you know, I don't really feel like I need a relationship. Right. Like ra- right now, if anybody comes into my life, is because they're adding something. My happiness right now is just like like it's I'm whole. You know, right. I'm I'm okay being alone. I'm doing my thing, working on my business, doing what I gotta do. So if anybody comes into my life, it's because they're adding you know, to my life. Not so much because I'm looking for something outside of me that that person's going to bring into my life. So we need to be able to complement each other and be able to add into our relationship the same. And that's why it's very important also to find a partner or find somebody that brings that same type of energy because if if they're coming into your life trying to fill a void, then you know that's not going to work. And that's where the boundaries, you know, come into place because then if they're expecting certain things that you're not willing to willing to give or the opposite is just not going to work. That's a huge red flag to see right away and stop yourself in that relationship. And one thing that I've studied with women when I look at you know, women that I look up to or like idolize, um, you know, like celebrities or women that I've just followed over time. What I notice with a lot of these women is that they don't stay in a relationship for very long. If they sense that the man is not good for them or good to them, they cut it off. And that's a problem that I've had because naturally a lot of women, they want to fix. We're just mothering and nurturing. Yeah, that's me. Right. (laughs) It was me, not so much anymore. Right. And so we do, that's our, that's our initial, you know, thing. So when we see a wounded, you know, man, initially our thought is to help fix him or bring him up. And we think that if we give him enough love that maybe he'll see. And that is the biggest red flag to where we should run from that because if anything that man will always have that void and that man will always be looking for someone to fix him and if he cannot fix himself then it's it's a no-go and so I've seen a lot of women that are in successful happy relationships and I always thought god like I just it's so easy for them you know like look at them they're just married now with the 
big ring on their finger or, you know, they have kids now and, you know, maybe that's not even necessarily all I want, but they're, they're happy and they're in a happy, successful, healthy relationship. And I always thought, well, it's just so easy for them to move on. It's just so easy for them to find another guy and just jump into another relationship. Whereas for me, like I said, I have trouble with finding that one strong connection. And really that's not what it was. It's just that these women chose to not settle. And when they chose to not settle, the next man that came into their life sensed that. And they understood that this woman was not someone that they could walk on or manipulate. And so when you walk into a relationship like, oh, that's not a problem that you have all these issues, you know, I'll help you, I'll fix it. Right then and there, they know that they have you and that they can put their claws in you and they can essentially have access to the weakest parts of you. And so that's one thing that I've really worked on with my own self is creating those boundaries. Even recently, I was in a very short relationship. Within the first couple weeks, I could see red flags already. You know, he had told me, no, I'm this person. No, I promise you I'm going to do this. No, this is how I want to start living my life. And I'm motivated now that you're in my life, you know, that kind of BS where it's like, well, you should just be motivated regardless. (laughs) Like it it shouldn't have anything to do with now that you have a woman, all of the sudden you are motivated to do all these things that you should be doing for yourself. Immediately I could see that this man did not love himself. And so I cut it off and he was upset about it. He moved on, but I was very proud of myself for not attempting to fix those things because I just said, I don't want another project. I want someone who loves themselves fully and cares about themselves because no man that doesn't love himself cannot love me. Mm-hmm. I need someone who can love themselves enough then add to that and love another exactly. human being. And so for me, that's where I have have started to create those boundaries with men right off the bat, like you said. And um, it kind of narrows the dating pool. <laughs> it really does. Right? <laughs> it definitely narrows the dating pool. And as we do get older, it is a little bit more difficult. But for the most part, I am really happy on my daily life when I wake up and I do what I want to do I make myself happy if I want something I go buy it you know if I want to go somewhere I go and I'm just loving myself and I know that the right person is going to enter my life no matter when I used to feel a little bit of a rush to like oh my god I need to find a guy by this age And I think that's changing now. Like, I think a lot of women are starting to realize that. It's definitely changed for me, for sure. Yeah. And that's okay, you know, that we have that. Was I with you in Vegas when I met that lady in the pool? And she was, like, in her 40s. And she was like, oh, don't be in a rush. Remember that lady? No. I think it was with me. Was it? We were just in Vegas. Um, at the pool anyways so I met this woman in Vegas and she was a doctor and um I mean she didn't look like she was 48 or something she looked a lot younger and she basically told me that you know don't worry you know I didn't have kids until I was like 45 and I just met him and now I'm the happiest I've ever been he's my soulmate etc and it really opened my eyes because you know when I was younger I literally was programmed and I was told from television shows like I think I remember the episode with Jennifer Aniston when she cried on her 30th birthday because she was so upset that she was 30 yeah. that literally was ingrained in my mind 
mind. And I was so terrified to turn 30 because I thought that if I wasn't married or had a house or I guess kids, I would be a failure. And so 100% when I turned 30, I'm like, well, I'm a total failure. I'm barely now just getting into school and I'm, I've failed. Which so even understanding that coming from a Hispanic background totally. that we are pretty much programmed to get our life is to get married have kids yes, you know and procreate. and if you're 22 23 and you're still not in a serious relationship already thinking about having kids it's it there's something wrong with you yes so for for me even being in my last relationship i was always asked when are you having kids when yeah. are you having kids and you know and just having that programmed inside of me also gave me that sense of that i needed to hurry up and get married and have kids right. and it's part of the reason why I put up with so much in my relationship because I'm like I'm 30 now I'm 33 I'm 34 when you know I need to get married and have kids so once I (laughs) once that really came into once I realized all that then that's when I started changing all that I'm like you know it's okay for me to be at the age that I am and not be married and not have kids but that took a long time for me to even realize that that was okay and now I've come to a point in my life where I'm okay where I'm at and if I'm meant to have kids I'm gonna have them you know and I'm in no rush to get in a relationship just because I am you know in my mid-30s and have no kids and not married. You and a know? lot of women do feel that way. Like we're told like, oh, your time is running out. You know, your clock is ticking. Like literally those are actual like words that people tell you as a woman. And I've had pressure from a lot of people to say, well, you, you know, aren't you going to have a kid or don't you want to have a kid? And quite frankly, I've never really had the full you know, excitement to have a kid, but I might, like, I might meet some guy when I'm like 40, 45 and be like, this is it. We're going to have a kid and I want one. But now I just don't feel like I do. And I feel like it's really great that I've removed that pressure from myself because I don't want to have to feel like I need or should do anything for anyone else other than myself. And those are boundaries too that you have to set with those people, you know, right. and I had to set uh, those type of boundaries with my family because I, uh, every time I would go to some type of, you know, event with my family, they, they would always ask those type of questions. So it came to the point where I literally told them to stop yeah. you know and I'm like this is my life and I'm gonna do things how I want them I want to do them not so much how you think I should and that's a huge lesson that I had to even experience you know because that's how it's always been in a Hispanic family yeah that I you, can only imagine so that's that's a limited belief that I had to break yeah and it's been a process to even have to break that type of belief because I know people look at me and I'm you know, it's like, well, when is she going to get married? When is she going to have kids? I'm happy. I'm happy being single right, right now. Right. I'm dating, you know, having a good time. And I know when the right person comes into my life. And whenever that happens, I know it's going to be in my terms. You know, it's going to be the right person. I'm not willing to settle for anything less that I know that I deserve. Right. So if that person comes into into my life today, tomorrow, in a month, in two years, who knows? I'm okay with that. Right. You know, and I made peace with even having kids if like I said if I'm meant to have kids I know I'll have them and and that and and just having that sense of peace within me allows me 
to just be just to, to enjoy the process, you know, not be so much in a rush to find a relationship just because I want to get married and have kids. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So. But I think a lot of people actually and like you were saying, you know, religiously or, you know, just growing up with these ideals that you have to do cer- certain things a certain way. A lot of people live in that prison. I know, you know, my ex that, you know, I was with for a while, he is in a similar relationship. And that's one thing that, you know, it really would always frustrate me because I am so forward thinking with, you know, doing what's best for me and doing what's best for my highest good and my happiness. Because when you're happy, everyone around you will be happy. So a lot of people that have kids have this idea that they are doing it for their kids, you know, and a lot of people are stuck in these types of relationships. Like, I have to stay in this for my kids. I can't I can't do anything because of my kids. And so what happens is is that they end up staying in these relationships that are long and drawn out when you know the actuality is that the kids can sense and they know they know what's really going on even though the parents think that they're doing such a great job of like hiding these small issues the kids can feel it it's energetic so they understand that my parents are just staying together just because and then you're essentially teaching your children so like you had mentioned and some people don't know that haven't watched Joe Dispenza or anything basically like you had mentioned from ages when you're born till about seven years old kids their brains are in a delta state so that just means that they're absorbing all the information around them and so that's teaching them their subconscious mind so then after that age that's what they roll with their whole life so everything that they're learning and observing and watching they're going to play that out in their future and so if you want your children or you want your family members or whoever's in your life to be positive and live a happy life you have to be the representative you have to stand up and say I'm doing what's best for me because I cannot make anyone else happy unless I'm happy you know and my mom gives this example all the time it's so funny because I hear her say it all the time but it's so true when you're on an airplane and you're crashing they say for you to take the the air mask first you take the oxygen first because if you don't have oxygen you can't reach over and help your own child if you give it to your child first they're not going to know what to do without you if you're not there and so that is the key it's taking care and loving yourself first and foremost everything else will fall into place after that and so many people people are not living true to themselves and that trickles down throughout generations as you can see you're a subject to that and I am too I don't know all the details of why I am the way that I am but I know that the mistakes that my mother has made the mistakes my father has made those have affected me and so now I've got to do all the work to clear that out clear my subconscious mind of all those things I've learned yeah and breaking generational curses you know that's something I've learned through this journey it wasn't until like I said the two relationships that I've been in the first relationship that really taught me a lot when that relationship ended I was reading a book that my friend one of my friends told me to read and that's when I really started awakening to why people come into our lives and once I understood why he was in my life it 
changed my perspective in so many things. And like you said, when you're a child and you're observing everything around you, later in life, you start attracting people that are going to teach you these lessons in order for you to break those, break the generational curses by just more learning the lesson so you can evolve so you can grow absolutely and if you're not breaking those lessons you're just gonna re- keep repeating the same <laughs> yeah. cycles over you're and keep over attracting again the same type of person in a different face right and that's why people get into relationships where they the same thing happens where they consistently getting cheated on because they don't learn from that lesson and they just go and get into another relationship and it's the same thing you know and then it, that ends and they go and get into another relationship the same thing so it's it's learning to understand why people are in our lives and like like i mentioned earlier everybody's a mirror of us so if there's something that you don't like in somebody else it's because there's something within you that you don't like about yourself and something that you should look at to work on right that's why we have these people that we run across in our lives and i truly believe that because there's some people that you just meet and it's like an automatic magnet to that person and it's like why is that so strong you know is this person from a past life you know why is the universe placing this person in front of me I mean it's almost like so obvious like just how things rolled to even meet this person that's like literally how I felt even about my ex like it was just it was just too easy like how everything rolled together it's like okay I was supposed to meet you this is so clear but why is the reason you know and I think of course you know I felt like well this person is the person I'm supposed to be with. That's why, because he's my person and he's the other half of me and he's my, you know, twin flame. He's my soulmate. He's my everything. But now looking back, it's not that I don't still have that hope because I do, because I still have love for that person. However, I can just see it in a different light and I don't have as much attachment to the outcome. And so now I can see the lessons and learn the lessons and move forward to say, why did I have that? Why did the universe bring that to me? A similar relationship to my past relationship. What did I not learn in the first relationship? And now what can I learn in this second relationship that can move me and escalate me to an even better relationship in the future? And I do feel like the universe will test you too. I feel like it gives you little tests right before you're about to level up. It's almost kind of like, are you sure you're ready? Like I feel like if you ever notice like all of the sudden exes coming back out of nowhere and like texting you or, you know, like ex friends like tempting you in some sort of way. I feel like that's the universe's way of testing to see, are you really ready? Are you really ready for the next level of your life? And sometimes if we bite that bait that it gives us, then the universe is like, nope, you're not ready. You're not even close to being ready because you accepted this relationship back into your zone you you went back you went reverted right back to where you were before and to, make, to make it clear it's not so much that you can't go back to certain relationships but understanding that now you have those healthy boundaries right so if this person comes back into your life with the same type of energy correct and you accept that absolutely then you know you haven't learned your lesson right and it's not that you can never be with that person ever again but yes if they're the same exact person that they were before and they haven't changed in any way shape or form and you are still trying to hold that space for them and you don't set those boundaries then of course you just basically are falling for the same stunt over and over again and just like a 
said the past my past relationships that really taught me a lot I'm very grateful for them now now that I look back and see why I had to go through all that understand the reasons why and I'm grateful that I did just because it's brought me to who I am now yeah and if it wasn't for those relationships I wouldn't have you know and and the fact that I learned those lessons it's the reason why I think the way that I think now and I accept certain things in my life and I don't accept certain things and that's that's really a life changer because you really change your perspective in a lot of things and you learn to let go without having that hate in your heart you know like I can now look back and before when my the first relationship ended I had so much hate inside my heart saying like why did he do this to me right you know why this and why that but now I understand it wasn't so much about him it was more about me yeah you know the fact that I didn't love myself enough to stop that I allowed it to continue but it wasn't until after I was more clear-minded and started doing more of the healing work that I understood why, you know. And that's something that I also want to talk about, like my experience with Combo, because I think that had had a huge play in, in a lot of my healing work and seeing my relationships from a different perspective. And that's where I really started doing a lot of like the healing and the energy work that I that I was removing in, in within me. And because of that, I think my life has changed dramatically since I've started doing that just because I now I'm understanding how my energy was attracting you know those people into my life right. and and that's definitely something that I will dive into in another episode but that's very important especially when you're trying to attract the right relationship you know yeah and that's something that you know even I I even told you because, you know, Marlene has done a lot of really cool experiences that I haven't even done yet. I've been a little nervous, but um, that's definitely something that, you know, I want to work on. I have so many things that I want to work on, but I am thankful that I have had the experiences that I've had with friendships, with relationships, with family members, because it pushed me to that point of that I needed to get to, to be so sick and tired of being sick and tired that I was like no more from literally anyone from any direction. Like I am standing up for myself. I love myself. And I don't think had I not gone through these experiences, I don't think I would have loved myself as much as I do now. Like I really don't think that it would have pushed me to myself because literally everybody pushing me away and these people that just fell like flies left and right just dropped out of my life it was shocking to me like I was just like oh my god like I thought that you were my best friend in the whole world like how could I literally not like my best friend of six years just dropped off the face of the earth and just ghosted me and one thing is once you start doing this type of healing you start raising your your energy your vibration so the people that are not in that same vibration as you are people that are gonna fall off that's a great point because they no longer resonate with you a great that's something that I had to learn when I was losing 
all these people in my life that I care so much about, you know? And it wasn't until I understood why I was losing them that I was okay with it, you know? because Such a great point. Because I honestly look back, and I'm not going to name names of people, but this one particular friend that I had that was like my fucking sister, I was devastated. I mean, literally, I felt like someone died in my life. I was devastated. I used to have all these dreams, and I would like cry, and just a mess. But over time, I started to realize I could have never formed into who I was meant to be if this person was next to me. And I never saw it then. I always looked at it like, why wouldn't she want to be my friend anymore? Like, I was so hurt. I was so crushed. And now I'm like, thank God she's no longer my friend because I could have never elevated and become this full, amazing version of myself because that person would have held me back. Not that it was her intention to hold me back. It wasn't her fault, but just the relationship in itself, I could have never grown. And that is such a huge thing to look back on with all relationships is, is that the universe will remove people from your life to allow you to grow. And over the past, I don't and know. And make room for new people to come into your life exactly. that you are more in alignment, alignment right. with. Because I literally almost, I would say over the past couple years, I've had maybe like three or four people just completely drop out of my life. And it was shocking to me. I thought, oh my God, there's something really wrong with me. But over time I realized, no, this is like the best thing for me. And I have attracted other people into my life that are better friends, that treat me better, that are more amazing than I could have ever imagined. And it didn't all click until probably I would say this last past year when I was like, wow, like now I'm really starting to see who I am and who I want surrounding me. Right. And that would have never happened, but you don't see it in that moment. You just see it as something that's negative or sad. And so now, even if something were to happen to me in the future where another friend drops off or, you know, a relationship drops off, I am able to not look at it from such a negative point of view. Like I feel like I've almost been conditioned to see the bigger picture and trust the universe more, which has been really difficult for me. And (laughs) one thing that I always say, especially when I talk about my last couple of relationships, the first major relationship really showed me and gave me the tools I needed in order for me to be able to elevate myself. And it wasn't until my last relationship that I understood and how to even use these tools. And that for me was very powerful because I allowed so much in that first relationship that I knew in my second relationship, I wasn't going to allow that anymore. And once I started setting those boundaries is when things really started, you know, started to come out and understood why that relationship needed to end. Absolutely. But, you know, it, it's it's all an experience. It's just learning why people come into your life. And like you said, when people do fall off, knowing that there's, there's a bigger picture to that, you know, there's a reason why people come into your life and there's, there's reasons why people leave and just trusting that. That's what's important. That's the biggest thing is trust. <laughs> yes. And trusting the universe. And that is, it's a hard, it's hard for some people. It's difficult for me. 
I'm a control freak. So it is difficult for me. I've learned along the way to breathe and just live in the moment and trust that what's meant to be for me will be and will come. And um, it's not an easy thing. It takes a lot of practice. So, you know, these are things that have come over time, didn't come overnight, you know? So it's a mind shift. It's really a mind shift because once you understand how reality really is, everything's energy, you know? And like I've been saying, you attract what you put out. So if people are, you know, falling, falling out of your life, there's a reason why is because like I said, they're just not resonating. They're not aligned with the energy that you're putting out and just being okay with that and learning that, when people do fall out of your life it's because you're making room for somebody else to come in and just trusting the process maybe they are meant to be in your life but at this point they you both needed to part because they needed to grow or you needed to do some growing and if it's meant to be it will come back in 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 the future but in a more healthier way you know and that's something that's something it's hard to understand and really especially when you're in the moment because like you said it's just like you're so in love with this person and it's just so hard to let them go yeah but it's just like when you understand how everything works and understand that people are in your life for a reason then it makes it easier to just let that person go and 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 know that when if they do come back it's because it was meant to be you know i think some people when you were talking i i was thinking to myself and i had a light bulb that went off there are some people that are in relationships that are actually afraid to outgrow their spouse and so they actually hold back themselves and they hold back their light and then they think well i'm too scared (laughs) to be so big because this person will no no longer fit into my world with me and that's actually like a real thing and i know many people that are in that position where they're just too afraid to you know Know, actually shine and be who they're supposed to be and that's really where everything just comes back to a point of you it all starts with you and like you said you're going to put out the energy and attract who's supposed to be in your life and you're going to put out the energy and attract and if that person is going to fall out they're going to fall out but if people have a fear that they're going to lose people by doing that then that is the number one issue that you have to work out over anything Mm -hmm. because you have to love yourself enough to say, I don't care if this situation changes or I don't care if I lose this person because I love myself so much that I'm going to do whatever it takes to be happy for myself. And that is like the main thing. That's when you're going to attract who you're supposed to attract and what you're not supposed to attract and all that good stuff. So I think that is, you know, something, you know, we can even talk about more in the future as well is, you know, what we do maybe on a daily basis to even work on ourselves. Like we can give some tips on, you know, how I go about my day, how I talk to myself, how I take care of myself, how I build my self-confidence and how I've learned to really put myself first and really actually put into action those boundaries. Because it's easy to say, oh, set boundaries, set boundaries, but to actually put those boundaries into action and verbally put them out there and and take action on that yeah, stuff. Yeah, and it's a, it's a daily daily process too. Like daily. It, we have to cons- be more consistent with a lot of the actions that we do put in place and understand that it's not going to happen overnight. 
You know, this is for me, I've been since my last relationship ended, it's been almost a year. But when my first relationship ended that, you know, taught me a lot, it's been three, four years now. Yeah. And but it wasn't till the last couple years where I really started doing the work that I knew that, you know, it wasn't going to happen overnight. And it's something that I consistently needed to work on in order for me to start making those changes and start seeing that change in, in my life. Absolutely. So yeah, there's a lot of things that I've been doing that's helped me through, you know, through my journey that I definitely want to share with, you know, with yeah, everybody. Yeah, we're going to talk about all that great stuff. We have so much more to share on and how know, to do journeys. like how to do shadow work, how yes. to you know do certain things throughout your day to just make sure you're in alignment with what you want in your life. So yeah, that's, you know, that's a lot of tools I definitely excited to share with you guys. Me too. Me too. Well, thank you guys for joining us today. Hopefully you guys got something awesome from this podcast and we really look forward to seeing you guys again. Stay tuned for our next podcast. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Bye.